You're listening to episode 477 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas, including 31 episodes of Vintage Vegas, 46 Andy Up, 82 Vegas Cocktails, and lots more with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a -a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. Hello, sir. Hello. Hey. It's been How are you guys while. doing? Good, yeah, good. It has. Yeah, so thank you again for, for jumping in. This one, we had a little bit more time to, to pre-plan, so you didn't have to, you know, last minute call in. But uh, right. Tony has some decided people, to take a vacation. I don't know why. Some people think they deserve vacations. I know, right. Right? So he, uh, he and his, his missus are actually flew out today, and then they don't fly back until next Friday. So I think, Josh, you're going to be with us for two weeks, right? Yeah, that's what I'm told. Sweet. How you, yeah. how you been? I feel like I haven't seen you in a while. It has been a while. I've been okay. I got to tell you, I had a a fun medical experience this week. Oh, um, it's, it's, that's, those words don't normally go together. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's because it wasn't really fun. Um, so I have been fighting skin cancer for 20 years. And I tell you kids out there. Really? Holy shit. Especially as a little Scandinavian boy who grew up in the Mojave Desert. Wear sunscreen. <laughs> um this normally it's on my face and that's my excuse for being ugly uh this time it was in they found a spot on the inside of my elbow oh and so they had to like cut it out and sew it shut and so every time and it's on my right arm my dominant arm so every time uh. i flex it reminds me that it's there so that's a good time yikes um so yeah i just wear sunscreen you guys so you okay? said you've been battling just, this for 20 years yeah it's like whack-a-mole you know, you find a spot, you get rid of it, and oh then you find God. another spot, and you get rid of it, and then, you know, it's just, yeah. Wow. I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, and usually, I know my dad had um, some skin cancer on his face that he had to have removed, but he's, you know, he worked as a farmer, he so removed. he was outside. Is it, is it like plastic surgery? They just, like, lance it off? Sort of. So that's how I get the insurance company to give me a facelift, is <laughs> basically what they do is they cut out something that's kind of um, football-shaped. Okay. And then they sew that shut. Mm-hmm. And so basically that ends up kind of stretching the skin out and getting rid of wrinkles. So <laughs> See, the, you found a, you found the silver lining. Right. Although, I don't know how many wrinkles you needed to get rid of on your elbow. but F- Follow me for more plastic surgery tips. Right. <laughs> well, I'm sorry to hear that. I'm glad they caught it. Um, and it's, it's taken care of. So hopefully you heal, heal up pretty quickly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is not my first rodeo with this stuff. So, yeah, it should heal up pretty quick. Okay. So. That's good to hear. All right, well, that being said, let's start the show. He's Mark, she's Karen, I'm Josh, 
and we always start with Random Vegas. In the late 1940s, the state of Nevada's slogan was, if you can't do it at home, come to Nevada. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that funny how that's kind of still true today? Yeah, Yeah, but we're not so blatant about it. (laughs) They they got a little more creative with the phrasing. If you can't do it at home, come out here. You can do anything out here. (laughs) We got that from the book Spectacular, A History of Las Vegas Neon. That's awesome. That's interesting. <laughs> it's a good Mark, book. Tell us. It's a good book. Um, yeah, yeah. It's it's um it's one of those um, larger books that they're um like photo journals kind of thing, like a coffee table book. Kind yeah, of thing? yeah, kind of. Yep. Okay. Nice. So lots of pictures, not a lot of reading. Yeah, this is a little heavier on on the reading, but yeah, it's not as much. They they rival one another. I need lots of pictures and little reading. <laughs> Mark, tell us about the twit pick of the week. Icons. Paired together in a beautiful new union. The Sands Cylindrical Hotel Tower, the classic original Sands Egg Crate Marquee, with the name Frank Sinatra on it as the headliner of the Copa Room. For a time, it didn't get more iconic than these brands together. At Summa Corp shared a lovely photo of this moment in time, specifically November of 1966, just after Caesar's Palace opened. I didn't know what the egg crate egg crate sign meant until I looked at the picture. I'm like, oh, it does kind of look like egg crates. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure that's exactly where they came up with it. They weren't creative in the naming of that, that, sa- that sign style. Oh, that's actually what they called it? You didn't yeah. just make up with that? No, I didn't make it up. Oh, my God. Either that or that's how all historians have referred to it as because they didn't have a, a name for it. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't come up with that. It looks so small. It was small. Yeah. I mean, compared to the size of resorts that we have now, it just looks tiny. Yeah, it was. Yeah, when you see photos of this like and, and Mirage is like across the street or whatever, it just looks kind of sad. <laughs> it but does. Th- this looks- picture here is amazing. Um, it's gorgeous the clarity of it yeah the color's great i've got to wonder how much longer after this photo was taken did uh did carl cohen punch frank sinatra (laughs) (laughs) well if this is 66 then that's not going to happen for another three years oh wow two years okay i'm impressed that you know that i knew it was after caesar's (laughs) open because after that incident that's when frank went over to caesar's right um so it was it was either 69 or 70 i can't remember exactly okay yeah, cool picture. As always, we will link to the photo on our blog, feature it on all our social media outlets such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, and Twitter. Let's get into the news. The news is brought to you by stripwalking.com for the ultimate customizable POV walking experience in Vegas. Check out stripwalking.com. All right, Mark, tell us a little bit about smoke and mirrors. Nevada opened its first marijuana consumption lounge. It's called Smoke and Mirrors by Thrive, and it's located to the west of Resorts World on Sammy Davis Jr. Drive. This is the first of a projected 40 lounges planned to open throughout the state finally giving people a legal place to consume marijuana. As a reminder, 
it's or while legal to purchase, consumption of marijuana has only been allowed in private residences, meaning that tourists couldn't legally enjoy their purchases. The police turned a blind eye to this catch-22, and now the sewer smell is replaced with a weed aroma. <laughs> oh, it's funny. It's like the law says you can't do it, but nobody follows that part of the law. Right. At all. Yeah. We're Which all- brings us back to, if you can't do it at home, right. come to Nevada. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We'll let you do anything. Even when That's we put right. a law that says you can't do it, we still let you do it. Yeah. And, it's, and I also it- want to point out for the listeners here that marijuana is spelled no less than three different ways in the article that Mark wrote up. <laughs> I actually got distracted as I'm reading it how many spelling errors are in this one. <laughs> yeah, there was uh, there's something else coming up that I read it and I went, what the fuck does that mean? And I'm like, oh, wrong letter. Okay. Yeah. Now, I'm, I think this place also has um, like cannabis-infused drinks. Yes, it does. Yeah. Cool. So, I mean, I don't know... There's not a huge appeal to me to go to this. but I, So I, this is where you get spoiled living in Nevada because I've been able to legally consume it in my home, you know, in the comfort of my own home for years now. And it, you know what I kind of relate it to is it's kind of like it's as appealing to me as going out to a bar. I can just stay at home and get drunk and then I don't have to worry about driving home and, and you know, just, just have fun. It's the same thing with, with smoking weed. It's like, I can just do that at home and then I don't have to worry about how I have to yeah. get home. That's the travel and a part of it afterwards, because, you you know, you can't drive while you're high and if you're going into a cannabis lounge, that's pretty much what you're oh, going Oh, I wonder if for. they're going to have like a big fucking parking lot of like cabs. <laughs> or Uber pickup section. Right, yeah. Well, this, I mean... If they're right across from Resorts World, that's probably where the bulk of their customers are going to come from. Yeah, it's right by, um, I think it's Deja Vu strip, or Sapphire Strip Club. Something, I don't know. I think Sapphire is one of them. I think that these guys are going to make money hand over fist. I think there's a section of the population that the states they live in, they can't consume. They know that the police looks the other way in Vegas, but they still don't want to take that risk. Mm-hmm. And so this is a place where they can go if they want to check things out, try things out, and do it safely without worry of, like, the law coming on them. I think these guys are going to make so much money. You're literally guys. describing me as a consumer. I'm. You're literally describing me because if had we not lived here when I first tried marijuana, I, I, I wouldn't have tried it if I'm like, well, technically you're not allowed to, to smoke it out in public. And Such like, a rule follower. I am. I really am. <laughs> All right, Mark, tell us a little bit about New Vegas. Yeah, I don't know if it's new since it's been going on since 99, but since 1999, non-gaming entities have outgrossed gaming. In 2023, it set a new record by claiming 73.4% of Vegas Strip casino revenue. It breaks down to this. Hotels generated 33%, gaming did 26.6%, food did 17.8%, beverage did 7.9%, and 14.7 going to uh, other. Uh, <laughs> and, and see, and I, 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 I it, personally, I would love to see what the rest, what the others are. Like, I want to know the right. little minute details. How much of that is entertainment? Because I noticed that entertainment is not on there. Agreed. Mm. Agreed. I Anyways, mean, 14.7% still kind of big. Agreed to so be just so to lump them all together. general. Yeah, I'm with you. Well, and I also notice here that outside of the actual hotel itself gaming still leads right everything else so. uh, for entertainment options yep yeah yeah like it still out 
paces food and beverage and all that other stuff. So. Yeah, it's it, like they they like to. I don't know why, but for some reason, analysts love to to really overdo this. Like like the way that they even reported it, claiming that it was seventy three point four percent. Like it it doesn't have gaming down to. It, like it's not fair. It groups together right. like hotels and food and beverage. Like, on, well, that doesn't count. Those I know, are it's all like, individuals. It's like they're saying, well, it should be gaming should be at least fifty percent. And the fact that it's not, you know, something's wrong or whatever. It's like you're lumping everything into one group together and singling out one section. Of course, it's right. not going to be. Right. You know, it's it's going to outpace it. Yep. That's why you have me. I, I weed through all the bullshit to bring you uh, bring in the, the news. <laughs> <laughs> Only if it's interesting to you. Only if it's interesting to me. <laughs> and I just assume you agree with me, because how else am I going to know? Well, I'll tell you. Oh, <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into prop bets. For those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. Prop bets is brought to you by Vegas Near Me. If it's fun to do or see... It's on Vegas near me. Oh, Jesus Christ. We just did a jingle. <laughs> it's been begging for a jingle. I'm sorry. <laughs> Available free on Android and iPhone. Use the search term 360VV14 to get a listing of properties we will be featuring at 360 Vegas Vacation. So Vital Vegas is reporting that Ellis Island has begun construction on a new bar and sportsbook area, taking over the space formerly home to their food court seating area. Okay. You got to do what you can with that space, man. They only got so much. I mean, uh, the only thing they could do in, in their dreams would be to build up, but I, that's not going to happen. And what I'm trying to even remember, like, what's in the food court? So are are they? There's a subway. I remember that. Are the food court outlets still staying, or are they I'm getting sure. rid of those? And uh, I think I think just their dining area is what's uh, what's hmm. been eliminated. So a lot people will be eating at slot machines more now, right? Or they're trying to push them into the front yard or the right. the other mm-hmm. place. Yeah, I know they've got a pizza place and they had a, I'm pretty sure it was a subway. <laughs> I think that might have been it for them. The Pepper Mill was honored this year by the James Beard Foundation with the 2024 America's Classic Award for the Southwest Region. This award recognizes locally owned restaurants that serve quality food, quote unquote, have timeless appeal and reflect the character of their communities. Thank you. I figured that two one out. Of, <laughs> two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, good for them. That's well. Does, does it not sound like an American classic? I mean, let's let's be honest oh, yeah. with it. Just the personality of that place oh, has alone is is. I don't know that you could find some place more representative of the city that it's in. No, definitely not. Yeah, especially not on the strip. No. Yeah. It's in at least two Vegas movies. No, three that I can think of on the top of my head. Which ones? Um, so it's in Casino. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's in uh, Swingers. That's that. right. And it's in a not very well-known movie with um, Elijah Wood and uh, Nicolas Cage called The Trust. Okay. Oh. Yeah. And well, I might have been interested to see it, but you said Nicolas Cage, so that's not going to Were they happen. all in the Fireside Lounge? No. No. no, in fact, Swingers and the Trust are in the main part, and in the Trust are actually seated seated at the bar in like the restaurant side of things. I know in Casino so. they are. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. 
The Eagles are the newest rumored headliners planning to do a residency at the Sphere. The band claims these are just rumors. I, let me ask you guys this. Do we report on rumors? No, usually. Yeah, and I, I was I thought this was a fun rumor, but I'm like, do we? I don't think we normally report on rumors. No, you normally don't. Right, we, forget, there's somebody else in the it. Vegas fear that reports on rumors, so we don't we don't need to step into their space. There you go. Fair enough. <laughs> Take it easy. <laughs> That's all I got. The Mirage Volcano has returned to operation nightly starting at 8 p.m., then every hour on the hour until 11 p.m. Now, as a reminder, this attraction is still sadly planned to be replaced with a hard rock guitar hotel tower, so enjoy it while you can. I'm going to make a point to see it when we're uh, this week. This week? Alistair in town. Um, isn't that next week? Well, I guess technically it is next week. I was going to say, he's not getting here. It's, it's the next week. Like, this is Friday. The next weekend the that next, is when he gets into town. Right. Well, he gets in. It's this weekend. He gets into town. Are you sure? Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, that's me. I was thinking about Alistair. Uh, two Tropicana headliners have found new homes to perform in after the property closes on April 2nd. MJ Live, the Michael Jackson tribute, is relocating to Sahara starting March 18th. Wait, I want to redo that. Is relocating to the casino that shall not be named starting March 18th. <laughs> And Purple Rain, the Prince tribute, is moving to the V Theater at Planet Hollywood starting March 19th. Well, we know who won on that relocation. All right. <laughs> I mean, just from a traffic standpoint. Right. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. At Vegas Advantage is reporting that, or at Vegas underscore Advantage is reporting that after years of being deserted, Slots of Fun has almost 100 coin slots and a few table games now. The bar also now has $2 food and drink specials. It's being reported that Tom Hardy and Venom 3 are filming in Vegas, down by Paris, and on Fremont Street are the spotted locations so far. That could be fun. Yeah, definitely. I'm trying to think. Yeah, we have seen two. Yeah. Cause two was the one with the, the... With Woody Harrelson, Carnage. Right. I have not seen two. I only saw the first one. I'm not. I'm not as. It, it, I, I, I'm kind of like uh, I saw two because I was invested after seeing one, and <laughs> right. now they've done three, and I'm like, I, I don't know if I need to finish this story arc out. I mean, I I liked one. I I barely remember two. I must not have liked that one as much because I'll watch the original. I'll watch one over, but two. I don't think I've ever seen it, but once. So. Hmm. H and M has decided to close their location in the forum shops. Previously, the space was home to FAO Schwartz Toy Store. No word on what will take its place. Well, come on. It's not like there aren't, you know, 50 H&Ms on various malls in the Strip, so... What do you think will take its place? Something that I don't big. know. It's a huge space. Yeah. I, I have a great story about that store. Yeah? So, once on a trip, Mrs. J-Dubs and I, she, she decided she need, did not have a piece of jewelry a necklace to match the dress she was going to wear that night. <laughs> and so we wandered in there and we found something because, you know, it's H&M. It was like $10. And I yeah. was like, that's fine. Let's get that. And then we go over to the register. It turned out it was on clearance, but it wasn't marked. So it was like 57 cents or oh something gosh. like that. In Vegas? Yeah. And so I told her, I said, tell all your friends that your husband bought you jewelry in the forum shops and don't <laughs> tell them anything more than that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's very true. 
Adele postponed her March residency dates at Caesar's Palace due to illness. Right. No word if she will make up the dates. Is that illness? Like how everybody on the crew had COVID before? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I think somebody speculated that she might be pregnant because she's been she's been quote unquote sick for like a month or something like that. Two months. Adele pulls an Adele. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Vital Vegas is reporting that Esther's Kitchen reopening at their new location has been delayed until March 8th due to some utility issues. What? Yeah. I thought I saw in the news that it opened yesterday. No, I, I, we, we reported that it opened yesterday, and then yesterday they put a, pre- a press release out saying we're not going to be ready until the 8th. Damn it. So, yeah, because Scott said something, uh, Vital Vegas said something online about, uh, oh, hey, press release is coming out here. I'm like, that's not a great thing. Like, that's a that's a bad thing. Something went wrong. Right. Which I'm not surprised because given what's gone on at our new office. Yeah. Um, oh, maybe. Yeah, I didn't think I, of that. There, yeah, we've run into some really goofy things. Um, and so depending on how good the building was maintained prior. Right. And, and especially putting a kitchen in there because, you know, that's a lot of infrastructure that has to go in. So, right. Damn it. I hope they can get reopened soon. And they said well, March 8th they're targeting. You know, you hear utility issues, and for a restaurant, that could be anything, right? Yeah. That could yeah. be gas, that could be electric, that could be water, that could be sewage. Probably not high speed internet, but everything else, you <laughs> Probably know, <not>. right. <laughs> definitely cause a problem with a restaurant. So, yep. Is that me? I don't know. I got lost. Um, Did you just do Vital Vegas? Yes. So did you. Okay. Wind Resorts is suing Fountain Blue for, quote, interfering with Wind's employment contracts, a.k.a. stealing talent. This was interesting. I don't know. I read... um, See, I didn't think it was that interesting. That's why I only made it a prop. (laughs) Make it interesting. Well, so I read... I got all my my information from uh, Vital Vegas' post on this. (laughs) This has been going on for like a while, right? And we right. we've there've been threats back and forth, and um, Fountain Blue supposedly agreed that they wouldn't do this. But like one of the the tricks that they were doing was because I guess the agreement was they wouldn't poach them to work in the Vegas location, so they ended up hiring them, but to go work in the Miami location hmm. for a period of time, like literally a short period of time, and then brought and then transferred them over. Wow! Wow! And they also were using, instead of them going after people directly, they were using a placement service to go out and recruit people. So, yeah, they were just doing all kinds of under-the-table shitty dealings and all of that kind of stuff. So, And it's weird because their, their employment contract with Wynn has a non-compete. So I don't know how people are leaving and going over without Wynn going after them. But I guess they decided to go after Fountain Blue instead of the individuals. Hmm. I think that Wynn could probably just hire these people right back at the rate that Fountain Blue is firing executives. Yes. So I don't, oh, I don't know the that they want to hire them back at this point. I mean, if you're going to jump ship, that's, totally. uh, that's always something at work. I knew people that um, like had that's left. how this industry works, man. People just jump Here, They do. They jump right. around a lot. And they, they all work for each other and, and that kind of stuff. But it's, it's, Yeah, it's very uh, incestuous. But I, we, that was always one of my things. Um, I never hire somebody back. Like, if they've decided to leave for whatever reason, they're, they're going to decide to leave again. So there's no point in me hiring them back because, obviously, there was a reason that they left. Yeah. 
And that reason probably didn't go away. So. At Melts Vegas is reporting that on a recent earnings call, it was disclosed that F1 will offer more less expensive tickets for the Las Vegas Grand Prix. <laughs> Quote unquote less expensive. Right. Well, and I also wonder how many they are. Like, you know how they, yeah. they talk about tickets start at $60 and there's like eight of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for news and prop bets. Let's move on to coming attractions. Coming Attractions, brought to you by Vegas.com, which does not have a jingle, is the portion of the show where we share with you acts and artists outside of the usual residencies that will be performing in Vegas in the future. Chevelle is performing at the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay on Thursday, April 25th. Show starts at 7.30 p.m. Tickets start at $57. I know like two other songs and I like them, but I don't know any of their stuff. I'd probably see this. Yeah, small venues are fantastic to see bands like this. They are. And for $57, even if you only know a couple songs, right. you know, two of them, and you probably will hear at least one or two others you like, that's that's not a bad yeah. price right. for an hour and a half of entertainment. Yep. Bring Me the Horizon is performing at the Fountain Blue Friday, April 26th. Show starts at 8 p.m. and tickets start at $39. And I can't think of a single song by then. <laughs> Static X and Seven. I always try to make it a rule in my head that I have to know one song by them for them to make the. Uh, in order to add them on. Yeah, there. for them to make the list. <laughs> Static X and Seven Dust are performing at the Pearl at Palms Friday, April 26th. Show starts at 6 p.m. Tickets start at $36. Lamb of God is performing at House of Blues at Mandalay Bay Sunday, April 28th. Show starts at 6 p.m. Tickets start at $69. <laughs> this wasn't intentional, but. <laughs> Why? Because this annoyed you when we first reported it. Oh, well, it. yeah. Jason Derulo is the next resident scheduled to perform at Voltaire at the Venetian. Shows will be for select dates in May, June, July, and August, starting May 17th and 18th. Show start, uh, show start time and ticket prices were not disclosed, but remember, this venue requires table reservations with a minimum spend in addition to your ticket price. Yeah, if I recall, the ticket prices are still like 100 bucks or something, yeah. and then you got to get... A table that has like a minimum spend of three grand or something like that. It wasn't that much. It was. Are you sure? Yeah, but it was more than the cost of the tickets. Yeah. It was probably like if it was a hundred dollars for a ticket, it was like three to five hundred dollars for the table. I don't know. See, that seems reasonable, and I remember the price point being unreasonable. I still think it's unreasonable because if you've got two people that go to a table, you're paying two hundred dollars for the ticket, then you got to spend five hundred, seven hundred dollars for two people to go see a concert. Yeah. No, thank you. Speaking of, we're missing New Edition because they were like 400 bucks a ticket. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah, you did look into that, didn't you? Oh, I wanted to go so bad. I even checked today. I was like, is there anything on StubHub? You know, <laughs> the prices dramatically dropped? Yeah, like 50 bucks. <laughs> nope. <laughs> and Taylor Dane and Tiffany are performing at M Resort Saturday, April 20th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $84. It seems like a weird pairing to me. I agree. I agree. It's, it's simply because, uh, I mean, and maybe maybe we're not giving their their first or their their big album enough credit. Uh, maybe anybody that's going to see any of these people know more than just the songs that 
pop in our heads when we think about them right away. It's not even that. I mean, there's such a an age gap between the two of them. Really? Because Taylor Dane, yeah, Taylor Dane had songs out um, as an adult woman right. when Tiffany was doing it was a teenager. Right. So it just, I don't know. It seems it's a weird pairing. I mean, I both, think they're both just kind of going for like the '80s top forty nostalgia. That could be ticket. I don't know. That could be. Maybe not so weird. Taylor okay. Dane is 61. And Tiffany's... I don't know. I can't type that fast. Our age, I think. Okay. 52. Yeah. So nine years. Okay. Maybe not as much as I thought then. But still. Okay. Well, don't forget, you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists we report on on our coming attractions calendar on the blog. Let's check the river. Like the five communal cards you get in a game of Texas Hold'em, the river can have anything turn up. So is our river segment. This week we have uh, a lot of listener feedback, starting with some PayPal donations. Karen, tell us about the donation from John B. So John writes, karma donation for a trip, quote, home. Leaving tomorrow through 3-4. Looking to check out Fountain Blue, or however the property is pronounced, and maybe the Rio updates. <laughs> Meeting some friends and playing lots of video poker. Well, thank you, John. Yes. yes, thank you, John. That is a that's a that's a quality trip right there. Making sure to yeah. check out Fountain Blue and the Rio updates. I need to go check out the Rio updates. We also need to go check out that play place at uh at Luxor. I've heard good things. Yeah. I saw it looks cool. I saw a video of somebody in like a Velcro suit. Yeah, like bouncing off a trampoline and onto the target on the wall. Yeah, that looks fun. I agree. <laughs> I agree. We t- we totally should do it. All right. Tell us about the uh, PayPal donation from Frank Hernandez. Frank says, hoping for some good karma for my next Vegas trip on March 17th through the 20th. Oh, he's going to be here for St. Patrick's Day and the start of March Madness. Oh, there you go. There you go, buddy. 100%. (laughs) 100% of the time. Guaranteed to have a good (laughs) time. Love the show and keep up the awesome work. Thanks for all you do. Thank you. Thanks, Frank. And then one more PayPal donation from Travis Atherton. Travis writes, leap year trip donation for 100% guaranteed fun. Travis knows. Yeah. (laughs) Excited to see Fountain Blue finally finish up after 37 trips here. (laughs) (laughs) Staying until the 5th and heading to the rugby games on Saturday. Nice. This is completely off topic, but, you know, I actually learned some of the rules on rugby on a a work trip. Yeah. So we were, um, there was a whole group of us, you know, traveling for business and there was a group from Australia specifically and there were rugby games on at night. Mm -hmm. And so we were, we're just, you know, sitting down having drinks. So I started asking about the rules of the game. And so they're explaining it to me and actually it, it looks, I always thought it was just like this mashup of people, in it, this because they call it like is it a mosh or whatever it is you know they're all linked arm to arm and trying to kick the ball out and stuff but there's actually rules to the game that yeah, is easy to follow a scrum that's what it is yeah. um but the funny thing was so i was getting pretty good at following the rules i was asking them a bunch of questions and they were all fine with it but after the first game ended <laughs> one guy turned to look to me he says okay 
So now my team is playing, so you can't talk to me anymore. And I'm like, (laughs) 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 but it was fun. I mean, it was actually an interesting sport to watch once you kind of got a feel for what was going on. Anyway, sorry. Side story. Yeah, there you go. All right. And we've also got some Twitter feedback. Uh, First, we've got something from a good friend of the show, Paul H. 1987H. Paul writes, as someone who was married on a nighttime helicopter tour of the Strip, highly recommend it. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was amazing and would have been well worth it even without the getting married part. <laughs> that, that is awesome. I, I even had him clarify. I'm like, hold on one more time. Say that to right. me one more time because that sounded way cooler than I think. It, it, you really got married on? Uh, yeah, that's fucking awesome. I'm, I'm impressed. Something I love about that is like, that would keep the wedding list down and be like, oh, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> right. The helicopter sits five people when that's it. And my parents have got to be there. So sorry. Like, that's awesome. <laughs> that's actually a great idea. We didn't. So, um, Mark's niece, our niece is, um, eloping and getting married out here in Vegas, right. um, in May and looking around for ideas. I didn't even think about the helicopter, but I don't know if we shared this on, on the show before, but they, um, have rented out a pod on the high roller. And so they're going to get married on the high roller. Yes. Yeah. Which is, they didn't do the, uh, the bar cart, uh, because you have to be 21 and over and they have a little less than one year old, um, nine month old today. Oh, was it today? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so they, they couldn't do the bar cart, but I use Facebook like other people use Facebook now. (laughs) I, I haven't used Facebook and I can't even tell you how long. (laughs) Well, I'm glad they're keeping that nine-month baby off of the bar cart because, you know, that nine-month-old baby could probably sneak up to the bar and grab a drink. I know, right? (laughs) He's charming. I'll I'll give him that. He is charming. He's super cute and super smiley, so nice nice chubby little baby, you know, that everybody likes. All right, and last week, uh, you guys had this great discussion about John Wick. Um, So AP Adam 72 chimes in about this yes he does he says after listening to the podcast recently i think you'll really enjoy john wick especially the first one it's a cool storyline and not just a matrix matrix knockoff i think karen would like it too and tony keep up the awesomeness al from chicago i'm 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 down for it as soon as it 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 comes on some you know hbo or or uh, it's got to be out there somewhere no it's it's not on uh oh it's on like showtime right now yeah okay so I'm gonna I'm gonna look up where it is because I saw it on something recently too. And and while you guys were talking about it on that episode, I was like, oh, you guys would love this. So I'm so glad it came back up. So one of the things I like about this movie, I've only seen the first one. I have not seen any of the sequels, okay. but it's done very meticulously in that like he reloads at the exact time that he would run out of bullets. So there's none of that really careless stuff about oh he's you know fired his gun 20 times and. Know, that, right, that magazine's right. only going to hold 12 shots or whatever. Right. So it's very, very meticulously done in terms of like the action and everything. Very well done. Um, yeah. I mean, so Keanu Reeves should... is just kind of like a, a fun dude anyway. So yeah, I kind of, oh yeah, yeah. You know, I have much respect. Yeah. I love, okay. Talking about Keanu Reeves. Well, I don't have mean to, I don't mean to besmirch matrix either. To be clear, I, I fucking love those movies. Well, I love well, the, except first the last one. one <laughs> First one, second one was okay. See, I, I like the trilogy. I, th- I thought Resurrection was was a bit egregious, mm-hmm. but but one of the things I love is when he um, is taking photos with fans, especially female fans. Mm-hmm. He puts his hands out to the side, 
So, oh, right, yeah. So you know how yeah, people, a lot of times, lot. you know, he's celebrities get handsy and, you know, grope people and something else. Every single picture he takes with a with fans, his hands are like you can see his hands out to you the know, side. You know, somebody him. I can't remember who mentioned it before, but somebody mentioned that, and I realized I do the same thing. Like, like I'll mime that I'm putting my arms around you, but I won't actually touch you. Do the hover hand, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Too funny. I just do finger guns every time, so there's no confusion whatsoever. Well, thanks for the the recommendation, Al. Well, it it, it it's on our list. Absolutely. And I just checked. Um, the first three are all on Netflix right now. So, oh well, Mark. There you go. Oh no, we canceled that, didn't we? Yeah. Okay. Well, and it's the first three, and oh, oh the first three you're saying? Yeah. Oh, we yes. might get it for a month then. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and now we have an email from great friend of the show, James Jones. James Wright, Mark, Karen, and Tony. On your last show, you discussed how the Tamaris Group sold some of their holdings in downtown Las Vegas to the Siegel Group. While this is concerning for East Fremont, I believe it could lead to something good for the plaza. It is possible that the Tamaris Group will use the $11 million to help fund the renovations of the Greyhound bus terminal. The plaza has been talking about exploring ideas on what to do with the space since they decided not to renew the lease in late 2020. With interest rates being so high, they may want to reduce the amount they borrow for the project. I know this is all speculation, but I'm hopeful this is a sign that progress... Progress will begin on the old bus station. Like, All the best, James Jones. I'll encourage some uh, listener speculation. That's a uh, that's an interesting uh, perspective to take a look at. It. I was more concerned, um, not that Tamara's group sold it, but who they sold it to. Yeah, that's, right. I mean, I, and I think he acknowledges that in the beginning. He's like, it, you know, it's concerning for free money. So absolutely, right. Uh, but yeah, that's that is a that's that's a really interesting theory. Although I did go finally to Lay Thai yeah. this weekend. Latai. Or this week, Latai. Latai, Latai. It's, it's not French. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was really good. And I took the recommendation of a friend of the show, Bogan. And he said his favorite dish was the um, three color curry. Mm-hmm. And it was absolutely fabulous. Awesome. So, I mean, that was probably my favorite thing out of everything that we ate. But. Yeah, it was really good. It's a tiny restaurant. Is it? Yeah, it's 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 small, but uh, the Does staff it have seating? was. Hmm? Does it have seating? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's got bar seating, and you know, but it's just it's a small, compact little space. Uh, Is it as but small as uh, Gordon Ramsay's fish and chips? I think it's a really small space. A little bit bigger than that. Yeah. But not not by much. But it was very cool. The food was delicious. The staff was amazing. The prices are reasonable. Uh, and we kind of ate like family style. So we ordered, in addition nice. to the curry, we did the, I'm going to say this wrong, the patty sue. We did a brisket fried rice, which was probably my least favorite thing out of all of it. And we did, oh, I'm missing something. Anyway, it was really good. All the recommendations and the, the raves about it, I think, are absolutely worth it. So there you go. Like I said, hopefully, uh, Seagull Group just uh, became be landlords. And, yeah, just um, collects the rent. Yeah, yeah, just just lets these businesses stay where they are. Well, I think that's going to do it for episode 477. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com. Again, you can get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360vegas and get 360vegas shirts, 
mugs, and anything else we can slap a logo on at Zazzle.com slash 360Vegas. If you'd like to send some feedback, like our friends James Jones, John Wick, no, not John Wick, um, <laughs> Al, Al from, from Chicago, Chicago <laughs> referring to John Wick, um, like Paul, Travis, Frank, and John, you can do so as I scroll around on the screen here at 360VegasPodcast <laughs> at gmail.com. You don't know what that and now we know why is? I'm the substitute and not the regular. <laughs> Come on, you listen to the show. How do you not know what that email address is? You don't think about it. You're reading the script. I, yeah, I turn my brain off and just turn on my, my reading <laughs> mode. So, Josh, where can folks find you? I'm at home. <laughs> oh, I, I'm on Twitter at three at Vegas J Dubs. Oh my God, it's time to go. <laughs> Karen, I'm at three sixty Vegas Karen. He just told you where you can find me. So until next time. <laughs>